Clint is uh, shooting daughters with his uh, daughters, shooting arrows with his daughter. Away out in the Midwest, there were some fellas. Fellas by the names of Jeb, Kalen, and Durs. But these fellas called themselves the Trailer Blazers. Now that's a name no one would self-apply where I come from. But then, there was a lot about the Trailer Blazers that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Maybe that's why I found their podcast so darn interesting. All right. And we're back with episode 19. We are one away from the big number. Um, I am Jacob, also known as Durs, here as always with Kalen. Unfortunately, Hello. this week we don't have Jeb, but fortunately we do have oh. our one and only Jordan Bohr. Hey, nobody likes Jeb anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Jeb. So He begins with fighting words. I'll try to live up to the high standards. <clears throat> um well welcome aboard and welcome to our very special two hour episode of the blaze of avengers endgame oh yeah the one we've all been waiting for um but i thought we'd start off before we get into all the nitty-gritty stuff just kind of going around the table and uh talking about what we're watching what we've seen this week something that's caught our eye um, Jordan, if you want to go first. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, by now it's probably a couple weeks old, but, um, I haven't been on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I know I lately have been playing Borderlands 2. Um, the, nice. the third one was officially announced earlier, uh, in April at PAX East. Um, and it kind of amazing. renewed my, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, but it, it yeah, it kind of renewed my obsession with <laughs> Borderlands. It's my favorite series of all time, probably. Really? Um, so over the last yeah, over the last couple weeks, I've just been diving back in. So very good, very good. Yeah. Kalen, how about yourself? It's been hard, Durs, to stay away from the Infinity War Endgame stuff. It it's has. been everywhere. Um, even harder has been probably Game of Thrones. So I finally, oh, I finally told myself to uh, jump on that bandwagon. So I'm officially there. I finished episode, well, finished season one already, and moving on through at a good pace. But uh, probably just going to keep getting uh, free HBO subscriptions because I don't want to pay for that shit. It's always, <laughs> it's always fun to be ahead of someone in Game of Thrones and get to watch what their reactions are. I know a lot has been spoiled for you, Kalen, but it's still, it's still fun to hear your reactions. Yeah. And I just, I just downloaded uh, Conan as well. So <laughs> I've been playing Conan exiles. Uh, great game. Um, super goofy. Been doing it with some friends, making a civilization. Um, so all my sword and sorcery is kind of covered for the week. It's been Very a lot of fun. Good. Nice. Awesome. Um, personally for me, I've also been watching Game of Thrones, um, but I'm caught up. So I only get one episode a week. Uh, so last night I watched episode two of Game of Thrones. Uh, you have a lot to look forward to, Kalen. Let me tell oh, you. Oh yeah, I'm getting there. Um, 
And I'm also in between that, I am finally catching up and watching the final season of Daredevil. Um, I think a lot of these episodes have been really good. Um, they really are doing a good job with Kingpin. So, how would you compare him to the Spider Verse Kingpin? Um, more fleshed out, obviously, because it's a TV show and he's been there right. for now like three seasons. Um, right. mm-hmm. I'd say he's just as good, um, if not a little better. Um, but they're right. t- very different. One is like a real world kingpin, while one is a very comic booky kingpin. Um, but I think this kingpin does a really good job. Um, and it's Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, he's a great actor and he does it very well. But um, the way they've written him is very diabolical. And it's like, how do you actually beat this guy? And I'm, I, I immediately, have to know. Yeah, I wanted to see him in the MCU. <clears throat> yeah. I really hope somehow that happens. That would be amazing. That'd be great. So you're telling me that uh, Kingpin was not defeated at the end of season one? Um, and season two, he makes and... he makes a comeback, um, and the, all of season three is kind of his comeback, and it's pretty interesting to follow and watch. And I've just gotten to the episode where everything is just kind of coming to fruition, and you're like, "How in the world does a, ma- a person think this way to be able to be so <laughs> intricate?" So it's very good. Um, but that's what we're watching. That's what we're playing. That's what's going on with us. It's time now. For the Telegraph. Hey, Sheriff, I just got urgent news from the city. Well, let me see it, boy. By God, that's some crispy news. (laughs) What's the crispy news today, dude? The crispy news today. Well, we, as always, have a few new trailers that have come out this week. Um... The first one being uh, the trailer two for The Hustle. Uh, this is a movie with Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. I don't know if you, either of you have seen anything about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually, um, I think I saw that trailer prior to... I don't know, I can't remember. Uh, is it a yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually like a it's a remake of, of um sort of a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh wow. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's I cool. actually I read that. The trailer doesn't actually show that at all, but then <laughs> I read it and I was like, "Oh, very interesting." So um Yeah. I thought it looked um more interesting than kind of your average, you know, romantic right. comedy sort yeah. of buddy buddy comedy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So Mhm. Um, yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, we also had a trailer, which I didn't watch, of um, Child's Play, the new Chucky Ugh. movie. All <laughs> I knew about that trailer is that uh, allegedly it stars Mark Hamill. Yeah, I believe the he's the Chucky. voice of Chucky. Yep. Uh, I think I saw I, Aubrey Plaza is <laughs> in it too. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, no, but I, I just skipped the whole trailer and went to the end. Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> because it's like, oh, at the end, you hear him laugh. And I was like, oh, that's all I really care about. So, uh-huh. It's cool. Um, we also got a big trailer, number two, of Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the new, next. Of, that's going to be the next Avengers universe for five years. Yeah, it'll be. Oh, God. <laughs> it's they. 
like we've said before, they own what they are and they don't shy away from just being a bit over the top and that's okay. Yeah. That's great. Um, we also have a final trailer for dark Phoenix. I didn't watch I that didn't one that today. Yeah. Was that I watched in, that today. Was that like before some movies in the theater? I might've seen it. Um, is the one where she's crying at the beginning? No. Oh, uh, well, yeah, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it. There, there is <laughs> one where she's them. crying at the beginning. It's a lot of the same, um, footage this last one um anything there's a one thing i noticed different was that in some of the previous trailers you see that really uncomfortable scene where magneto's helmet is like going towards his eye Mm. that was not in this one instead she like blows his helmet apart wow i i would bet she it's like toying with him probably crunches his head and then blows it apart yeah you don't control me you know Right. Yep. Uh, a few others. There was another little short clip of Toy Story Four. Ooh, a clip. A bit more of uh, Bo Peep. Oh. And a terrifying deadly cat. <laughs> and then um, this isn't a movie, but a TV show a teaser for Swamp Thing. Really? I did on the DC yeah. Universe platform. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. There was, was a rumor. Kind of a there was a rumor that it was quickly dispelled that DC, uh, their streaming service was going to go under soon. But they're like, "Nah, we we going strong." <laughs> People want to discredit DC as much as possible yeah. all the time. Yeah, there is definitely a movement to be like DC's ass. Right. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, um, but that's really the big trailers that are out at the moment. Um, so let's get on to some of the news. Unfortunately, last week we had a bit of a technical difficulty um, with our news and we weren't able to get our full discussion in with some of the stuff that had came out, come out last week, yeah. um, mainly being uh, the big reveal for Disney Plus, mm-hmm. all that it encompasses now. And basically everything at Star Wars Celebration. Yes, Star Wars Celebration, including the new trailer for Rise of Skywalker. So, it is very much in our radar. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> you guys some, just choose to brush it under the rug. Well, <laughs> with some tricky editing, I, I think we averted catastrophe. Um, yeah. But it, it, uh, it could have been better. It could have been better. Uh, um, as you all probably know, listening, we're still in the growing pains and trying to get over some of some of that difficulty. But um, Disney plus, I mean, it looks like it's going to be phenomenal. I think my one biggest question is that Disney will now have Disney plus and like 64 and a half percent ownership of Hulu. Wow. Wow. So (laughs) are you talking about, you talking about legit ownership or just, they happen to have a, they happen to have some, so you know, presence um, there. So the only two companies that own Hulu now, uh, after I want to say Time Warner sold out, or maybe it's AT and T. Maybe they're the same thing. Um, they sold out, and the only two companies that own Hulu are Disney and Universal. Disney owns sixty percent after taking over Fox, huh. or a little bit over sixty percent. So it's like sixty percent ownership versus forty percent. Um, 
So that's a really confusing kind wow. of what wow. are they going to do with these two streaming services yeah. that they have? Interesting. I love Hulu. Oh, me too. Me too. I hope it doesn't change. I think it's actually pretty great for like uh, a lot of animation is on mm-hmm. there that Netflix will never have. And it's just phenomenal if you want to watch all those shows. I've, I never dipped my toe into Rick and Morty until I got Hulu. Right. It, it's really good for, for me if like I miss an episode of, say, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's right there the yeah. next day. Yeah, there's tons of good TV on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine so much. <laughs> so good. Um. And so, yeah, Disney Plus, I mean, Disney just keeps doing its thing and it's going to keep doing its thing. Um, don't expect it to not be a part of your life anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go on a limb and say that we're going to be discussing pretty much the entirety of Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. On our next, next episode. Or uh, we're going to have a spit in the wind where we'll be discussing maybe more in depth mm-hmm. into Star Wars Celebration and that. Uh, where we'll talk a bit more about Rise of Skywalker, but I want to give Jordan a bit of a chance to talk about the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. It might be a four-man episode. What do you think, Jordan? Next, yeah. next time. But yeah, what do you think now? Oh. Um, well, um, I've seen lots of memes <laughs> in the Fallout because no one's ever really gone. Um, <laughs> I don't know, though. No I mean... never really gone. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. I thought it looked pretty awesome. Um, I I don't I don't know. The entire time watching, it was really hard to separate from that nagging feeling of okay, they're just undoing everything of the last movie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, even so far as like Kylo's helmet, although I did think it was pretty awesome the way that it's put back together. Um, just from a purely visual standpoint, that looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, with the red lines throughout. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I enjoyed the last movie, but in terms of, you know, where they, where they go from here, I really want to see how the dichotomy of Ray and Kylo kind of gets wrapped up, you know, like, does one of them end up converting to the other side? Are they just part of the balance? Um, is there just like this whole other kind of third, you know, more gray area that's that's brought in? Um, mm-hmm. Also, the meaning of Rise of Skywalker. Obviously, there's lots of theories out there. I have mm-hmm. my ideas too, but just to kind of see what, what that becomes. Um, but then too, just seeing, you know, now that, uh, I guess spoilers now that Han and Leia and Luke, the, you know, the original Trinity are all kind of out of the story. Um, I'm just excited to see how they, how they move on into the next chapter, because even though we're in, you know, the, the mm-hmm. sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. technically um, to an extent, it's still been pretty grounded in the original trilogy through those characters and through some other, yeah, some yeah. other things yeah. too. So, all right. Um, so that was kind of the old news, uh, the news from last week that we didn't get to fully talk about. Um, not too much new news coming in. Uh, a lot of what has been talked about has been Avengers Endgame leading up to that and then Game of Thrones because, you know, that's what we love. We love ourselves some Marvel and uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, both of these uh, franchises have been going on for 
you know, a decade or at least close to a decade for Game of Thrones. Um, and yeah. fans, you know, the, both of these are coming to this kind of this apex, this ending where it's like, this is what we've all all been waiting for. So, of course, it's what the news has been covering mostly. Um, the other stuff has just been silly, like, oh, so-and-so might be in this or that, or this, you know, Edgar Wright went on an attack on Twitter of, you know, the president, stuff like that, you know. Oh, but um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's um, a lot of that, too. One of the big pieces of news that is kind of in-game related but not is that it was revealed that Spider-Man Far From Home will be the actual end of Phase 3 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're always so clunky with that. Iron Man 3 was the yeah. end of Phase 1. So what do you mean? <laughs> Why was right, it not Avengers? Right. <laughs> I did see like a little bit of conversation about that, and it was kind of like that extra movie sort of acts as an epilogue to, you know, but I can't say that I necessarily agree with that approach. I think, it, yeah, like Caitlin was saying, it would be better to end on that. Yeah, I can see why they would want to do that. But those movies, like that, Iron Man 3 doesn't work as an epilogue. No. Definitely no. could. I would, I would love for it to, but the way it's set up is like kind of like a, a renewal of the character right. in right. a new direction. It's really weird. Um, it's very, because it, it, it could have been very easily done where into phase one, Avengers, into phase two, Avengers, Age of Ultron, into phase three is Endgame. Um, that could have been very easily done. What were the what were the actual endings? Yeah. No, what were the um what were then the beginnings of the phase? Obviously Iron Man, but then what was officially the beginning of phase two? Mm-hmm. Thor must Dark have been, World. Uh must have been Ultron or Thor Thor, yeah, Thor. Thor Dark Thor World. Um and yeah, maybe Winter Soldier. I think the phases is a thing might might is might not be the best. Because like there's no real as we're revealing now, there's no real like basis in the narrative for them to exist, and we're just getting hung up on the phases. Like, why yeah. do they need to exist? Just, just call them. You don't have to call them anything. <laughs> just, I, yeah. I wonder. Just have the movies. I wonder if it's more of a thing for the creators, mm-hmm. um, kind of for Kevin Feige and the other pro- uh, producers and writers to, to plan. That's okay. Yeah, to plan that in their idea of the overall arching yeah. kind of story, that that's how it's kind of spread out. It makes yeah. it easier for them. I would hope they but, have an outline like that, but we don't need yeah. to know it. But exactly. But for a viewer, you're like, why do I care that this is a phase <laughs> and that yeah, now we're right. in another phase? Um, like companies I, don't tell you the end and beginning of their fiscal year. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when, of, of course, you know, a, Unless you're a shareholder, a, I guess. Infinity War or Endgame feels like it should be the end of this arc, and now we'll be starting another arc after. But who knows? We certainly do not. Yeah. Um, but we can but, make our own arcs. That's <laughs> yes, why we're here. That <laughs> is exactly why we're here. Uh, and I think both of us, I mean, all of us, anyone else have any other pieces of news? Uh, no. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. When the news is done, the blazing begun. begun. All right. Oh 
This is going to be wonderful. We have Avengers Endgame, the one we've all been waiting for. So before we really get started, I'm going to just kind of take you through a little journey of all the trailers and clips that they have released since Mm -hmm. like December. Um, Right. Just so you kind of have a sense and we can kind of have a nice fresh little reminder of what we have to work off of. So we have trailer number one. If you don't remember it, it starts off with Iron Man's helmet out in space. This kind of dark greenish, mm-hmm. cool colors. Um, Which I double checked is the nanotech helmet. It is the nanotech not his helmet. new one. All right, that I can tell. Um, and Tony is giving his goodbye speech mm-hmm. to. Uh, pepper pots mm-hmm. um saying that he's you know stranded in space only a four days left of oxygen food and water um that there was a promise of rescue mm-hmm. that uh they he was hoping someone was going to come and get him but it doesn't maybe even like, pepper maybe even pepper but it doesn't look like that's rescue <laughs> we then uh i get... still think she's gonna be instrumental in rescuing him Yes, definitely. Me too. We then get shots back to Earth with Natasha, Cap. Um, By the way, when I say Cap, I'm going to mean Steve Rogers. Um, Otherwise, it'll be Captain Marvel for uh, Carol Danvers or just Carol. Or you'll get that. Um, But Cap, we know, is just as Steve. Um, And so Natasha, Cap, and Banner are back on Earth. They look really sad, Um, you know, thinking about all that they've lost. Cap is nice, cleanly shaven now. Um, Bruce is looking at those who have fallen in that kind of epicenter room. Mm -hmm. We then see Mm -hmm. Natasha in an umbrella in what looks to be Hong Kong, Shanghai, somewhere um, Mm -hmm. in the east uh, with a guy surrounded by dead bodies, cleaning off a sword, turns around to be uh, Hawkeye, who we all believe will be Ronan um, in this one. He looks very different. Um, Then we have Natasha saying to Cap... um, is this going to work, Steve? Or this is going to work, Steve. And Captain says, I know. Because I don't know what I'll do if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So there's some sort of plan in place that has to happen. And it's their end all be all. If it doesn't happen, they're done for. And there's then a quick little blip of a scene at the end of Scott Lang saying, Hey, Hey, it's me. Remember me? Remember me? Mm -hmm. Um, and they're pretty shocked (laughs) as to how, um, he's there. We then go in. Yeah. These trailers, uh, I I like to point out, they never really, that doesn't hold any weight. The rest of these trailers that they never, all the mystery, it feels like they decided that, that, that marketing tactic Mm -hmm. wasn't going to hold up. Unfortunately, and you and I and Jeb, we actually we were of the opinion that they were showing too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do think they are showing a little bit too much. After after watching um, all the trailers again today, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit better off because a lot of the trailers and a lot of what they've left like sent out 
mm-hmm. has been less than what I thought. There's been a lot of r- the same shots, a lot of the same lines. You'll mm-hmm. hear this as I kind of mm-hmm. go over it. Mm-hmm. There will be many yeah. similar lines. Um, Very similar scenes that aren't quite the same right. either. There's a few shots of everyone or only just a few Avengers at a time in this mm-hmm. room, this kind of like war room with the big planet map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and in two of the trailers, they're in different outfits. Right. Uh, that I hadn't noticed until recently. Ooh. We'll, we'll uh, that. maybe think about that. We'll go over it. We've got another trailer. Now, the hardest thing is when I was watching it, it didn't really have trailer one, trailer two, you know, all this other stuff. I had actually had to search around the for the big game TV spot, which is one of the most different ones, which I'll get to later. But trailer number two mainly is uh, mm-hmm. Tony saying, it seems like a thousand years ago, I fought out of a cave, became Iron Man realized I loved you. Um, and that was actually, uh, then it goes again to cap um, looking sad. Clint is uh, shooting daughters with his uh, daughters, shooting arrows with his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> he's just taking out daughters. One at a time. <laughs> um, he's uh, teaching his daughter um, to shoot. I almost spit out my drink. To shoot arrows. <laughs> I almost got tea all over my computer. <laughs> um, that was so hard. Uh, we see a, oh. this nice little happy scene of, of Clint um, with his daughter <laughs> shooting arrows. And then it goes to, um, <laughs> to Ronan, to him being Ronan. Um, we get a lot of old Thor footage, kind of uh, an image of Asgard as it once was. Um, and then him saying, I've seen a lot of people. I saw all these people die and people, you know, disappearing. This is also, I think, one of the first trailers where we get that black and white with only the red being shown. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then. Might be key. Maybe it's just yeah. something they thought looked cool. Um, and then we also get the line from Cap saying, some move on, but not us. And from, from Nat saying we owe this to everyone in this room um to try whatever it takes whatever it takes this trailer we also see them walking in what must be the upstate new york avengers facility and they're all these new fancy space shoot suits that seem interesting and then we get the scene of um carol up next to thor him bringing uh, his axe Stormbreaker into his hand and saying, I like this one. So that's that one. Um, If we then get a special look, which is more of just like a scene when they're in the, uh, in that kind of war room area and we get the lines. Mm -hmm. um, If, if we do this, we'll be going in shorthanded from Bruce. And then again from Nat saying, we owe this to those who aren't in this room to try. Are you talking about the whole clip that was released? Um, I think so. Because I think that that clip is actually one of the more telling things. Uh, Nat actually mentions very, uh, like, she right says off the bat. He that, used him again. He used his yeah, name. and we can assume that's Thanos. Who knows who it is, yeah. honestly, but I'm. it's, it's Thanos. Uh, using the stones a second yeah. time, probably not all of them, obviously. Um, I would like 
to think that he's using the soul stone or the time stone yep. to bring people mm. back. Interesting. People that he did not intend or people he's giving a special pass to. He also could be uh, fighting someone. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to perhaps posit in our film that there's going to be other heroes that come in to the universe um, by way of challenging Thanos after the Avengers have already given it a shot. Ooh, Characters like, like probably like, you know, we haven't seen Adam Warlock yet, but he was teased in, mm-hmm. you know, in uh, a couple different movies, a couple of different <clears throat> movies, but at the very end of uh, guardians too. And then also, um, you know, you could have Galactus yep. show up. People are going to come and like kind of challenge him. I, I feel like they're going to come and kind of, yeah, they're going to be like, hey, listen, you, you done <laughs> fucked up, Thanos. You can't just do that. And he's going to be like, I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Yep. Um, and then they also say we need to get him and use the stones to get them back. That's basically their plan. Get the stones from him and use them ourselves. Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. then we have... Mm-hmm. Uh, how do they, they think they're going to do that? <laughs> How on earth do yeah. they think they're going to... It doesn't make any sense. Then we have Rhodey <laughs> saying to Carol, where have you been? And she go. Danvers says, there's a lot of other planets in this universe, and unfortunately they don't have you. Um, and then again, we get the, I like this one. And then Cap going, let's go get this son of a bitch. Do you think Thor brought back Peter Dinklage? Thor brought back, like back to Earth? Yeah. Uh, and they made an infinity gauntlet for Iron Man to use. Would they be able to do that on Earth, though? Well, they took he took him back to Nidavellir, mm. maybe. There's got to mm. be some way for them to use the stones, is my point. Well, Probably not another infinity gauntlet. but Something that know. I had seen as a kind of an idea is that um, some of what's powered um, Tony Stark's technology is the Tesseract. And maybe more yeah. so than he realizes, he may actually already mm-hmm. be using mm-hmm. part of um, the space stone, and has been kind of taking in that residual effect. Oh. So he may be able to wield oh. one. We know that. Mm. Um, we know that Peter um, Star Lord can wield the power mm-hmm. stone. Well, he 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 was about to die, and the reason that he didn't is because they were they channeled through the energy all through all of them. But at we once. know he is at least part mm. god. But also, he's yeah, he's part god. I thought he I thought yeah. he was also I thought he was tied to yeah. ego. Yeah. So now he doesn't Ooh. have his powers, right? That's what I, I thought. Don't know. I'm not sure because wasn't he just like ego, where his power came from the planet? That you might be right. You might be right. Um, Either way, he's dust. I think I think it was something in his. It was something in his like genealogy that even made him able to mm. hold even it for a split mm. second. I don't know if right. he necessarily has power anymore. Um, right, but. but he. Either way, he's dust right now, so it would hardly matter. Mm. Space <laughs> dust. Um, we get um, another quick one, which is a lot of the same. Where if we don't like, uh, if we don't do this. We'll be going, or if we do this, we'll be going in shorthanded. We owe it to try. We get a quick mm-hmm. shot of Tony hugging Pepper back on Earth. Um, yep. And he's saying it's about how much, it's not about how much we've lost, it's about how much we have left. 
And then we get mm-hmm. that wonderful scene of Tony to Steve. Do you trust me? I do. Which mm-hmm. that was see those moments. That was a scene. That's where I think they exactly, went too far. Where I thought I didn't want to see them together yeah. trailer ever. That, yep. eh. but leads me to other things we'll talk about in our blaze. Um, and mm-hmm. then it ends with the team flying in the Guardian's spaceship and Rocket saying, um, um, oh, actually, no, that's not when Rocket says that. Uh, they're flying in the Gu- Guardian spaceship and uh, we get Thanos saying, you could not live with your own failure and that led you back to me. Oh, so he's saying, why right. are you doing this? Because right. you f- you're upset with yourselves we get about a 16 second tv spot um in which they're flying in the guardians ship and rocket raccoon says who hasn't been to space and i think it's roadie <laughs> yeah. raises his hand he says you better not roadie cap and that all raise yeah. their hand he says you better not throw Probably up. hawkeye too <laughs> you better yeah. not throw up on my sh- in my ship so that's pretty funny um and then one of what i would say the best trailers uh, is to the end trailer. And this one is almost all old footage. Um, (laughs) And when I first, when I first saw that this trailer was out, I actually didn't want to watch it until Kalen told me it was old footage. Cause I was like, Gosh, you're right. just putting up yeah. so many new trailers. I, mm-hmm. I, I almost did not. And they just threw out all yeah. the mystery. I want, yeah. I, it, well, not all of it, but all the mystery surrounding Tony. Yeah. Had I been had I been a part of the marketing, marketing team, there would have been way fewer clips out, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. But Nick Fury says, heroes, an old-fashioned notion. And we get old footage of Iron Man, Captain mm-hmm. America, Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Ant-Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Uh, then it that goes- trailer is the one I think that starts off the... the it, it started off those clips where like uh, people who aren't following the, the story like we are, uh-huh. they, they do kind of need a little bit of nudging they need that hype they need that yeah those these clips and all these trailers a kind of a reminder like oh my we gosh. literally needed nothing yeah we would have gone in and watching nothing if they had but not I released a trailer i would have been just as hyped yeah yes probably more so <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah more so definitely <laughs> um but yeah this was kind of a kind of a reminder of look at where we have been all these movies mm-hmm. lead literally leading up mm-hmm. to this point didn't hit me until today either that you know if this is literally the end game for so like most of these characters obviously this is like kind of the end mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i would actually it just hit me today that this might be like a pretty big hiatus after this and i'd be totally cool with that i think it'd be really great for the fans and great for the series to kind of take yeah. a breath and i'm i'm talking like like really like don't make another Marvel movie for five years. They're not doing that though, and then do it, Damn. and then do another decade. That's what, honestly, I think that would be it fine. Would be, but they're not. But I, they're not going to do that. Obviously, clearly, they have movies yes. set up. But like, <laughs> that's not how movies work anymore. I, I know, but like Star Wars, the way they did mm-hmm. that, three every three years, and then yeah. twenty years between. Like, if they did Marvel movies like that. Imagine the hype. Just imagine the hype, and imagine, yeah, the stories we tell. Um, but it's, that's it's not how we make interesting. Movies anymore. I was thinking about this just recently yeah. as well. Um, 
about how the movie industry is. Like back when Star Wars was out, everyone mm-hmm. could go and see Star Wars because there really wasn't another movie out. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was one or two, but there wasn't going to be like another movie out the next week or three new movies the next week or another yeah. movie the week after that. It was Star Wars for, you know, at least a month. And, and so yeah. even... And yeah, yeah. yeah. There were legitimately yeah. events as well. The first Avengers was legitimately, I felt like I was right. going to a convention. And and that, that was back when you could dress up yeah. more and stuff going to the theaters. But like even Infinity yeah. War, like that was an event. But like, it might have been because mm-hmm. I went in Pella <laughs> of all places, but it just like didn't have the, it didn't hit me as hard as like, this mm-hmm. is it. Yeah. Hopefully um, this does. I, I know Infinity War felt like an event for me. Um, mm-hmm. I went alone, but that was okay. Um, <laughs> I go to movies alone all the time, but it was such a cool experience because I was sitting next to someone who I had never met before. And honestly, mm-hmm. by the end, oh, yeah. by the end, we were like sharing this emotional, like, yeah, this yeah. thing. Like that's she felt so cool. comfortable <laughs> enough to ask me questions about like, oh, who's oh. that? And I was like, oh, no, that's the Red Skull. You remember in, uh, you know, the first Captain America? She's like, oh, yeah, During yeah, the movie? Yeah, yeah. During the movie. As the movie's part? In the movie. She's like, what? She's like I, I don't recognize that guy. Like, oh my while it's going on, I'm like, you realize how close-knit you are due to this movie just because we're both here <laughs> opening night experiencing right. this together. Um, and so that was that was really just a cool experience. But you have to you have to find this person. <laughs> um, yeah, but remember it, that moment we shared. It was it was. Um, I think these are still events. The problem is is after this movie, now it's on to uh, oh you know I'll, I might go see this two or three times in the theaters, and now it's on to Far From Home. After that, mm-hmm. it's on to mm-hmm. the next one, the next one. Mm-hmm. Star, you know, mm-hmm. Star Wars, and then this, and then Dark Phoenix, and Pika, Detective Pikachu, and yada 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 movies are just it's insanely saturated i would yeah i would love for this movie's end game all these characters and 10-year narrative to be maybe tease something huge like the multiverse mm-hmm. or brand new villain galactus you know right living tribunal yeah. something big um eternity something big like that and then and then leave it alone right for you know fuck three years <laughs> whatever something longer than normal that would be nice but that's a a pipe dream um we also then we get a tv spot pretty short um in which cap is saying you know your teams you know your missions they put their their hands in so that's really important because we know they're gonna that's gonna be the meat of the they're gonna split up and they all have different missions so Mm -hmm. that's really important yeah um, and then finally, the big game TV spot, which I actually had to hunt down. It wasn't on IMDb. Big game spot. This is the only time we see a rundown New York. Those shots of like, um, right. A, what's the Mets' new stadium, or is that Yankee Stadium? Is that? Oh, uh, uh, City City Field. City Field. I think so. I, it's either. That or it's Yankee. I, I, I haven't actually looked close enough. Um, but you, we see a kind of a rundown New York. Cap is in group therapy. And that's when he's saying, you know, some people move on. But not us. Not us. All right. So that is basically what we have uh, trailer-wise for 
Yeah. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go through, uh, I want to just like knock out the acts real, real fast if we can. Absolutely. If we, just, if we were to put this into just a three act thing, easy, Which, you know, easy peasy. three hours. Yeah. That's, that would be the best way to do it. And those two minutes for some crispy humor, whatever they're going to fill <laughs> those two minutes. With. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, the middle one for sure going into the machine and I call it the machine because there's, a lot of technology blowing up. Who knows what size everyone's going to be? Who knows when they're going to be <laughs> in time? Who knows like if they're going to be in space the whole time um, on this planet? Somehow, at least Iron Man, Cap, and Thor make it to a planet where perhaps they have wrecked this machine. And I think that's where we see Cap's final suit up in the trailer when he's grimacing and he pulling he pulling on that that yeah that we see that we see that a time. lot yep yeah i think they're just gonna do a, a bum rush to thanos and it's gonna be a scrap i want to see mm-hmm. a good scrap Ooh, yeah. toward the end of the second act beginning of third you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i also want to see new heroes um maybe toward the beginning maybe uh even though it'll be this movie should surround and be entirely encompassing these characters that we've known for 10 years. And that's what the the marketing is. I really want because of these trailers uh, being so, so many of them. And, and because like there, I I think it, I think the, uh, the amount of stuff in the war room Mm -hmm. is kind of like a trick as well. Uh, I think we're going to see other characters. Um, I really do. It just gives me the vibe of like, we're going to have some new things. Like there's going to be a lot of things brought to light that we've never thought of pretty much the multiverse is I think going to be the real end game of the movie, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think I like that idea of act two being going into the machine. Mm -hmm. This is kind of where this plan is all kind of coming at it. You know, they're going to bum rush them, stuff like that. Um, and they have to make it onto this planet. Um, I think Act One is pretty obviously um, both mourning and planning. So mm-hmm. I know we got a little bit of a remark from one of the Russo brothers that most of what we're going to see in the trailers is the first fifteen minutes. Right. And I think that is that war room yeah. scene. So we're going to get a lot. Like it could very well start off with. You know, someone watching a bunch of news clips like downtown Los Angeles, people are disappearing. And then, you know, some old guy, I saw him going on this and with, you know, multiple <laughs> screens just constantly going on of all these news reports of all these people who have lost. It's all in disarray. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the only people who really know what's going on are these Avengers in the war room going, what? Do you and, guys think they have any sort of plan before Iron Man comes back and Nebula comes back? Rocket. So to be to be well, Rocket's already on Earth. Is he? Is he? He is. Remember, I thought he was in space. He's with Groot. He is when Groot, Groot dies. Right. On Earth. Mm. Um so this is also something that's interesting. With that first trailer, mm-hmm. we see uh Iron Man 
in mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. And it's almost completely assumed that it was him and Nebula trying to make it back mm-hmm. from Titan to Earth. Right. And something went awry. Right. However, mm-hmm. I want to propose mm-hmm. that they make it back to Earth fine. Yeah. I don't know how. I'm not sure as to Probably how unclimactic. It's like Iron Man's like, I can get he us just, back home. <laughs> or or somehow <laughs> Thor remembers he has the Bifrost and just whoop, takes, you know, gets mm-hmm. him somehow. First scene of the movie. <laughs> Total <laughs> non-issue. <laughs> it's like the first, like it opens on them just like traveling through the Bifrost. Like, oh my God, what's going on? What's going on? And whoop, on to, into Earth. So I think <laughs> that that scene in which he is stuck out there, if it actually exists, is later. Um, Would you say as late as like third act after everything's been said act. and done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Inside yep. that ship is, as I mentioned earlier, right? What I believe to be the nanotech helmet, even though in this movie he has a different suit that looks a bit more rudimentary, uh-huh. a little bit older, back uh-huh. model, you know, kind of a spare. Um, uh-huh. I would almost not get too much into that. Because well, that feels very much like it could be just technical. We don't know yeah, what we're going to go That with very it. well could be just the CG. That's all they had. That's the only asset they had at the time. Right. right. Or they're maybe intentionally trying to screw that up. Exactly. Um, that feels like something that they like would... me trying to figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I like his I, new suit. I personally, yeah. I personally think that... Um, they're going to return from Titan easily, um, get back to Earth mm. pretty simply. Um, His new suit's cool because it's kind of a break from every movie. It's gotten better and better, and it's progressed and gotten more perfect. He's perfected his method. Right. And now it looks yeah. to be some sort of weird <clears throat> Frankenstein suit where he has like a shield that he's never had before. And he has the uh, the OG head clasp where his his face gets cinched onto the front of his helmet, just like the first suit. Which is interesting. I wonder if we do think about this, the mm-hmm. thing that Tony has always done is he has improved his suit because mm-hmm. the suit before has failed him in some way. Right. So, right. Yeah. you know, if he didn't have aiming technology, all, all of a sudden he's going to put aiming technology, you know, certain things, autopilot, this and that. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, he had the he had the frost issue in the first yeah, the frost one. issue in the yeah. first one. Um, so he is constantly he sees a failure and he fixes it. This time, his mm-hmm. suit failed so miserably against Thanos in hand to hand. I mean, Thanos just completely obliterated that oh, suit. Oh, you're right. It's a hand to hand suit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, that's that's such a small thing, but I'm like, my mind is blown. (laughs) I think you're right. That's the thing that he had a pretty significant. uh, It was he was lacking pretty significantly. Like he had the Hulkbuster armor, obviously, but that's not something that Mm -hmm. you know he needs. Especially now with the nanotechnology, he seems like he can do pretty much anything. Yeah, generate a giant fist. On the end of his arm, mm-hmm. do something yeah, like that, that. Yeah, that last uh, 
when he generated that knife, that was like a last ditch effort. <laughs> he probably knew it was going to be used against him. Um, interesting. So, um, so act three, I feel like this is where we're going to lose people. Actually act two, we're going to lose a few. We're going to lose someone key act two. Um, why is that? I just feel like similarly to infinity war, when we lose Gamora Mm -hmm. act two, and it's a very big emotional moment. Um, Mm. We also, we lose Loki right away. Um, I feel like this one is going to be wrought with loss and with heartbreak. So I don't Mm -hmm. think all of the loss is going to be at the end. All right. Like, I think they're going to savor certain moments, like when Cap dies or whatever happens to Cap, when Iron Man goes goes when thor goes they have to savor those those can't be just quick turn to dust turn to dust turn to dust although that was Mm. very emotional at the end of infinity war these characters are have been with us for almost 10 years that they have to have a more of a significant ending and i think that's where the third or not the third. What am I thinking? That's where the three hours kind of comes from, is that they have to bring all this emotional baggage with it. Right. So I think. Yeah. Who's to say how that will go? Who's to go at right. what time and whose arms? It's almost impossible to tell, but that's what we can kind of figure out for ourselves of whatever we want. Oh yeah, I think uh, you're gonna see the periphery characters kind of brought to the light a little bit more. Looks like Ant-Man's going to get a day in the sun. Um, War Machine, Rocket. It's a good opportunity for those characters to show their mettle and their worth, as it were. Yeah. And I think I think those characters, particularly like Ant-Man, are going to play a pretty critical role, and maybe that'll act kind of as a lead-in to the next phase, so to speak. But like Ant-Man, I mean, he's had two solo movies, but then in terms of his existence in kind of those big ensemble movies, he was mm-hmm. in Civil War, but it was kind of like a gimmicky thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't yet had his, yeah, his like time in the spotlight, so to speak. But he does bring to the, like he brings the van to the table, like the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yep. a pretty, that's I think that's going to be huge. So. Yep. I'm fascinated by their confidence. Yeah, they are very. They're confident. all so confident. <laughs> Not a single one of them is like. I guess it it's it, it's an, it tests to Cap's leadership skills, but no one's like I don't know. Everyone's like, all right. So yeah. it's it's very interesting. Um, this isn't. I don't think this is really. I'm I'm going to try not to spoil anything with the most recent uh, Game of Thrones episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some You're pretty uh, imminent, imminent uh, danger coming. There's a big old battle, right? Yeah, big old battle coming, and literally <laughs> everybody in this episode, the entire episode, is them just kind of sitting around going, "You ready to die? I guess I have to be." <laughs> All right, <laughs> like that's literally the whole episode. Yes. That's going to be a lot of that. In this is going to be people like you know, 
We're everyone else is dead, so why not us? Let's but, do it. But which is interesting for this is this feels different. This feels like we're not gonna die. But if we yeah. do, this is the best shot we've got. So mm-hmm. they have they seem to have a much more confident idea of the, like hell this is this is what we can do and this is what we're going to do. Banner says that how do we know it's gonna be different from last time? Mm-hmm. Uh are there going to be, I mean, that kind of gives credence to the theory that they're going to be attempting something at least very similar to what they did last time, if not identical. So mm. that, gives, that gives more weight to the theory that they're, you know, literally going back in time in some instances, going through some dimension where Thanos is using these stones again, which we know is confirmed that he is using them again. Mm-hmm. For what reason? Maybe because there's other places, you know. That he has to go other, other universes, perhaps so parallel timelines. I I was just gonna get to that. I think this movie is going to open up more of the multiverse, those dimensions, maybe some time travel in there, more of that comic booky. Like, it's gonna get real weird. But the things that kind of <laughs> the uh, DC has done, especially in like the CW. Um, mm-hmm. they've really fleshed out the multiverse, and I think we're gonna see in Spider-Man: Homecoming mm-hmm. or not Homecoming, Far, Far from, from Home. Home. Yep, I say that. It, too. It's a universe. It's a universe where the Avengers won against Thanos. I think it's a different universe as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a universe where they won, uh, but Iron Man died. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also think. I wonder, and I know I think people have talked about this, but the blonde haired Stark mm-hmm. possibly being an alternate Tony. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. he's a Tony who he has beat gray hair all of a sudden in some scenes. Maybe it's a Tony who beat Thanos. So they bring him to this world. For- <laughs> you guys didn't beat him. I just did this. Yeah, right? We just had Atman go up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy. <laughs> We we lost we lost Scott in the process, but you know <laughs> sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Did did you watch that uh that's um nerd science episode? Mm, not familiar um, with the show. Jeb has shared it a few times. I don't know the exact name of it, but it's this guy who talks about the actual science behind movies as to like mm. space fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um but uh, he talks about, is it actually possible for Ant-Man to explode Thanos from his from <laughs> inside? And he discovers, due God. to like some crazy math, um, basically saying the force that we will say these um, uh, Pym particles have People expand to. Are, mm-hmm. is like he said, the best way we have it is when the car is underneath the other van. And it expands and it right. flips it over. Right. So he did mm-hmm. some crazy math and was like, well, this is how much then a human body would have expanding at this mm-hmm. point. And he wouldn't even mm-hmm. tear Thanos's colon if Thanos's colon uh, was as, uh, as, so dense as basically he would just feel some discomfort and uh, Scott would probably <laughs> die of but, methane poisoning. <laughs> like, but gosh, but 
But where would he go? He would basically. So, um, <laughs> if we see in another Ant Man, he expands in a room and he kind of hits his head, and he only expands as large as the room is. So he would. So his 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 head would be in Thanos' yeah, booty. His whole like. And he would just be dragging behind. Well, I hate that we have painted this picture for ourselves. He would actually probably just expand as big Let's as the hole and, and wouldn't go any further. But oh yeah, god! Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you. so there there could definitely be multiple Jesus. Starks coming in. One's a blonde-haired Stark. One's a gray-haired Stark. I'm starting to smell this conversation. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but uh. I like this idea, act one being mourning and kind of a, we come together, we make this plan. It's not going to be great. You know, it's all we have. Um, do we but think, I, mm, yeah, what were you going to say? I was going to say there's, there's a lot of CG that they could have thrown in here to make it seem like the characters on screen are the only characters on screen as well yeah those three hours got to get filled up with something and i think a little bit at least will be some character development for more than just captain marvel hopefully yeah hopefully something like anything where that gives them the confidence that they seem to have in these trailers yep um do we think this is going to be almost immediately after or maybe years after i'm going to say a year Anywhere a between year. six months and a year. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think at the start of the movie we're gonna see pretty immediate aftermath. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be a time jump. Uh, and not not due to time travel, I just think like Yeah. I think throughout the movie they're going to face off against Thanos at least twice. Yeah. And if it's only twice, one of those is gonna be a failure, obviously. And between between the failure and the kind of the redemption, I think there's going to be a time skip of at least a year. Yeah, we got to have Ronan's arc in there. Why is he doing what he's doing? Yeah, mm. yeah. Um. So, do you think what we've seen? If the movie starts with with Hawkeye, yeah, it starts with watching his family die. Ooh, yeah, and follows him through his his trials and tribulations for a while that'd be great a great way to like kind of tell a story mm-hmm. I like that. do you think do you think we'll see how scott uh gets out of the quantum realm or do you think he'll just yeah be yeah. His, uh, his usual slapstick like oh i'm just out <laughs> i think he has to, I, I think we have to see him out i i don't yeah think that's another fan that's another, another 20 minutes of the movie probably so really we get what act one is, is uh, Tony coming home, you know, uh, following Clint into Ronan, uh, Scott coming out of the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is Nat talking to when she says we found something? Is she talking to Clint? That's what it's framed as in the trailer. When it's framed, she, she says, has her umbrella in oh, the rain. She, we found something. Yeah, she says we found something. We're gonna try this out. I could see it being Clint. Yeah, because he's running. They're, they're pretty close. Team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she's the only one that could be sent to get him. Yeah, I don't think he would come back for anybody else. 
What if they somehow from another another parallel universe just get another Infinity Gauntlet? Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they say they're going to use the stones against him. So, well, they said they're going to get the stones, <laughs> and then I always assumed they said they were going to yeah. get the stones from him and then use them against him. Yeah, and yeah. they tried that last time, and Batman got up. They tried. But they it were cloaks. They, they were very now? close. Oh, but they don't, are they going to do Peter Quill's plan? They don't have. They don't, <laughs> they don't have, have mantis. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. I, I think, my my blaze, so to speak, mm-hmm. would be Act One, like Durs was saying, getting you know the morning period, mm-hmm. those characters all coming together. Mm-hmm. I see end of Act One culminating in the gangs all back together. Right. Clint's there. Scott mm-hmm. is there. Tony and Nebula are back on Earth somehow. I, I don't. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but somehow they're going to be back. Captain Marvel is going to be there, right? So I see that as being end of Act One, leading into Act Two. I see them facing off against Thanos. You know, somehow, maybe, maybe it's after Nebula gets back, because mm-hmm. she seemingly. I would guess if anybody knows where he is, it's going to be her, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's. She's the the character alive that's most closely associated with Thanos. Yeah. So I see them potentially going to him to try to take him down that way and get the stones from him. But I see them running into some type of some type of challenge. Maybe after he maybe after he used the gauntlet, the stones are like depleted somehow. Or, or damaged mm-hmm. or, or something something to that effect. So they can't use it. Basically, it doesn't go as planned. And they get their butts whooped. Yeah. Or he, like, refuses to fight them because he's accomplished what he what he's right. wanted to do or something. Yeah. So they get sent back. And then from there, and maybe this is kind of out of order in terms of when they face him versus when the gang is all back together. But right. I, I don't see a way that this... I don't see a way that time travel doesn't come in. Or at least time stone, right? Being used in some way. Maybe not time so, travel, but yeah, the yeah, time yeah. stone Especially being used Especially the way that Strange retrieves the time stone. I, I know there's a lot of theories that he actually retrieves right. it from the future. That he brings it back from the future. Um, and that since this is actually mm. the only way to beat him. <gasps> Somehow they oh. do have, maybe this is what they found that strange has hidden or yeah. has kept the time stone on earth somehow in order to defeat Thanos and then send the time right. stone back. Um, that could be what they yeah. found. So they'd had the time stone all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, and I don't. I mean, I don't know how much of this goes into you know blazing based off what based off of what we see in the trailer and whatnot. But just the whole fact that Scott shows up, you know, they're going to use the quantum tunnel somehow, right? Or like that's going to be part of the discussion. And so maybe kind of like in line with what I was saying of like, maybe they confront Thanos wherever he is kind of present day and they find that the stones aren't a viable option. 
mm-hmm. at that point. I see them then like coming back around to saying like, okay, well, we need to go to basically Thanos knew where these were and now we know where they were like just through this happening. And so we need to go back to like the time or the place or wherever, where he got them and like beat him at his own game. Possible. I was, I was just thinking about it all. And I know, I think a lot of people are assuming, or at least I have for a while that their, their, I guess, end game or what they're trying to achieve is to make the bring the world back to exactly mm-hmm. what it was, bring all the people back. But I wonder, yeah. and I think I'd like it better with uh, Tony's line when he says, um, oh, "Where is that? Um, if we can't protect Earth, you know damn well we'll avenge it." whatever it takes Mm -hmm. meaning at this point Mm -hmm. somewhere he did say we'd live up to our name yeah they don't see a viable option and it may never actually come to fruition of bringing everyone back at this point they're just going to avenge the those who have fallen they're going to take out the guy who did this to them whatever means possible that was just a thought that occurred to me which is great because that's the first time they're really like avenging yeah. Earth and not protecting it. So far, they've been the protectors. Now they are yeah. the Avengers. And it's also a very, um, if they do end up winning, it's still a very Pyrrhic victory. Uh, mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to come out of this movie being like, they did it. They defeated Thanos and everything's okay. Yay! It's gonna be like a yeah. Uh, uh well, it's over. Well, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's yeah. very much like a real battle and in, in real war. It's like well, who it happened, and nothing is good about it. But it's like yeah, who won? Nobody. <laughs> right. We did because it was fun to watch. What else can you do? What else will make? What what will make this the end game? To me, is the multiverse, right? Uh, what do mm-hmm. you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I could see, I could see this, I could see it playing, t- taking a note from comic books where there's just a cataclysmic or a universe-altering event, mm-hmm. and so I could see this being you know, we're in the end game now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I could also see it just being the end of the Marvel, mm-hmm. the MCU as we know it. Right. I would love that. I would love if we just had this 10 year period, this gem of cinema forever. It, it didn't mm-hmm. have any, nothing was trailing off of it, you know, like, Oh, I'm also here. It was just, that's what it is. Yeah. Everyone, everyone died avenging. And that's what it was. And I think it's still perfectly fine to have a movie with the same Spider-Man, same Nick Fury, um, and all mm-hmm. these characters later, or having mm-hmm. another Doctor Strange, another Ant-Man, another Captain Marvel with the same characters, the same actors. Mm-hmm. I think it would be very similar. Like what um, Jordan is saying is almost this cataclysmic event. Boom. It happens. It's done. That storyline, that plot line is over. Whoop, here we go. 
into a whole new world. The same characters, mm -hmm. different, different storyline. Yeah. yeah. And just have fun and, and tell new stories like, you know, redo Ghost Rider, you know, do a really good Fantastic mm -hmm. Four, you know, do, you know, now that, oh man, there's a very good possibility that the next, you know, the next 10 year endeavor is just to make a compelling X-Men story finally, because I don't <laughs> think we've gotten one. I think the first <laughs> one and the third one were those first, those They're yeah, fine. they were fine. I mean, especially for when they were made though. Yeah. They were some of the best comic book yeah. movies we had ever yeah. seen. Yeah. At least I for me. I feel like they did a good job of it was a team up. It was of, like, yeah. The team. Yeah. They did a good job at the time of managing the ensemble of characters. Yeah. I feel and especially I mean at that time you can even look back to like ten years ago, how far CG has come from then to now. To be able yeah. to do a lot of what we see and what we expect from superhero movies anymore, the CG that's yeah. necessary is yeah. insane. Mm -hmm. There's also an aspect that um, I, I it, this is very much Disney's endgame when it comes to the MCU. Uh, you know, it's without question that this will be very hard to top the last 10 years. Yeah. Very hard. Mm -hmm almost impossible to top like i almost they should just quit while they're ahead yeah. like literally just do new stuff or wait because i don't see you doing any better than what you've done um it'll be very yeah. amazing if you do and i want it but it's like good luck good luck doing better than that <laughs> i think the hardest thing is this is more of the business side the contracts that some of the people are in. Mm -hmm. So uh, Brie Larson, I would assume has a multiple movie contract. Mm -hmm. Same with Tom Holland, Benedict Cumberbatch. So mm -hmm. the ones like Chris Hemsworth and RDJ, Chris Evans, they can be done. Their stories mm -hmm. can come to fruition, but mm -hmm. there's others technically mm -hmm. thinking we have to keep making movies because we yeah. have these actors who need to work. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so unfortunately not everything can be exactly like an independent kind of company going, we're going to do this right. and now we're going to take like, like an author of a, of a book series can be like, yeah. I'm going to write this book or the mm -hmm. first three books. I'm not going to write the fourth one for another few years. Right. Keep you waiting. Ooh. Yeah, oh, man. Here, no matter what, to... you're gonna have. I mean, you're gonna have those people who are like, you know, this new Marvel stuff is is pretty good. But remember when? Remember when it was the Avengers? Mm -hmm. Remember the Avengers times? The, that was yeah. good. Like, there's gonna be those purists, yeah, who are like, you know, it's not, it's not Iron Man one, right? It'll be the know? same with the way Star Wars has been. Yeah, there definitely. are people exactly. There, will, there are people yeah. who will never, ever think another Star no Wars what. movie that's being made now could possibly live up to what they have in their mind as the originals. Yeah. And I, I like to say that if one of those originals came out today, people would hate it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, I shared that video to you guys of um, people who had never seen Star Wars. They uh-huh. watched it. And it's like, yeah, these are uh, uh, technically, for the time, uh-huh. absolutely like like the most pristine marvels of cinematic of, of filmmaking mm-hmm. ever, like cinema gold. And but nowadays it's like, it's kind of dookie. <laughs> it's like people get bored and it's because we've seen it and, and the, the cultural uh, weight is all right. gone, dissipated. Um, and that's the same with these. Like that's, that's why I, I, if anything, like I kind of like some of what DC is doing nowadays. Yeah. Um, it, it's a bit more bold, I think, but like what Marvel has done for just movies just the movie going experience. Marvel has changed. Like, holy cow. Marvel, if you like it or not, has completely changed the way the movie industry works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I before Marvel, I didn't sit through the, the yeah. trailers. Or not the mm-hmm. trailers, the credits, the end credits. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and by that token, like these movies, it, the, the, everything else Marvel makes in the future, no matter how good it is, it won't have that. It will never have that again. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it's completely, I mean, it's changed the way they make movies. I mean, there was a movie, uh, Mortal Engines, that came out in December yeah, by Peter yeah. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually go see it. Had that been made maybe even five years ago, 10 years ago, definitely that would have been the blockbuster. It would have taken us all out of our seats. We would have loved it. It would have been incredible, but coming out now when we were in the midst of, I don't even know what was coming out at that time, but I don't think this Christmas actually had that much, but anyway, (laughs) um, when that was coming out, there was so much of other stuff and it's the same like mm-hmm. this, that like every week there's a new movie at the top of the, yeah. of the box office. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and that's, that's just the way the movie industry is. Yeah. Um, it rejuvenated, you know, that, that big popcorn movie. Um, and some are good, some are bad. Yeah. Like Pacific Rim was a hit probably because people want that, you know, big mech fighting in a movie like who cares about anything you know story-wise it is a great story a great story yeah. but it's like all i want to see is transformers you know <laughs> or that's and yeah and that's that's all like that's all now it's all cheapened by that you know you have dark universe and wizarding world and right dc and you have what hellboy's doing and you have everything everything has to be a part of something like shazam yeah. can't just be a movie on its own it has to now be connected into this world with Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman. Um, yeah. When, if we even yeah. look back to 2008 and the dark Knight, that was a movie all on its mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. All on its own. But let's get back to actually end game and the blaze of, um, this <laughs> yes. movie. <laughs> um, we like to talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two hour so we episode. have two hour episode. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, act one, people are coming back together. We get the gangs all back together. We have our plan. Let's go beat Thanos. This is all we can do this. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna come together and avenge Earth and avenge the universe. Um and I think so, mm-hmm. we have Rocket repairing a ship. Mm-hmm. The ship. 
mm-hmm. the only spaceship they have. Yep. Everyone from Earth is very excited to go into space. Oh yeah. At least Nat and and Shentar. <laughs> they share a pretty funny look between each other. They're <laughs> really excited. And they end up on the machine. They have different teams, right? They split up. They split up. I wonder though if these missions mm-hmm. if so I think Jordan's absolutely right. We have two times against Thanos. One has to fail. Is the I think first it's that one. The first one's failing. Uh yeah. Um is that the one where they say they have the teams and they split up or is the teams split up mission I think so. the second time around when they actually have a better idea of what they're doing. I think they're going to have a hot head and they're going to go into it way yeah. too quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like let's they're just going to go to them. like brute force. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like oh we have a quantum realm and a and a we have a tunnel so let's put on the white suits and do it for real. And that's why Cap has to say no redos. Like, no, we can't do this one more time. Because right. we just did. <laughs> and it probably got people killed or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing the, the first time around, maybe we have those new heroes that you're talking about. So Adam Warlock, <laughs> maybe a few others. Yeah. So they're like, they feel like they're the super It's like an X-Force situation in oh, Deadpool 2. Oh, boy. And on the jump, everyone <laughs> dies in their parachute. Please, no. <laughs> Brad Pitt makes a surprise cameo. Yeah, that's so oh weird. God. Um, <laughs> uh, but like something of that sort where they're like, we are, I mean, this unbeatable force. We can, we can do it. Go in guns blazing. And again, we got teams. They didn't learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we never split the party. They will way, learn. This way, this way. They will learn to never split yep. the party. <laughs> and so then the final time around, maybe it's a bit more of a ragtag group of people. Mm-hmm. And they realize this time it's now or never. It's this time or we're all done. It's going to be a situation where in uh, the first Star Wars, brief, brief aside, mm-hmm. uh, George yep. Lucas wrote it so that the rebels were attacking the base floating in space with no stakes, no ticking clock, nothing. It was just sitting there manning its own business, basically, even though it was a giant death yep. space station. That's going to happen. They're going to attack Thanos. And he's like, why are you guys, you guys lost? Just, just give it up. I'm going to, I'm going to mess yep. you up again. Just go back to earth. Stay there. You're fine. I saved you. Be happy. Yeah. And they'd be like, nah, man. <laughs> and, and we, now we got to avenge our friends that you just killed again. So now there's going to be stakes where Thanos is probably pissed off or there's more there's other players on the board now that are moving you know there's other pieces that are that now there's a clock now there's a you can't mess up this time they poked they poked the bear yeah. now it's now it's for real because there's actual stakes now and, and there, there'll be actual stakes the first time but it's going to be a lot more like you know we can slip up and it'll be bad but right it, we can we can take it this time it's going to be like well if one of us dies the whole thing is messed up so Right. Something or like if one little thing goes wrong, mm-hmm. if we get stuck in the quantum realm, right. if you know this or the other happens, right? We it's done for. Like we can't. Yeah. Do you think uh, Tony Stark in that last plan? I think he's probably gonna. They're gonna they're gonna come to a realization that some people are are for sure because of their role they're not making it out, and one of those is Tony Stark. Once he jettisons his ship away or something. He's like, well, this is when I die. 
but it'll it'll save you guys. I mean, I think, and I've seen a number of theories, but I think if anybody is going to die, it's going to come down to Cap or Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just frankly, with like the way that that they've been building Tony's character throughout the last few films, yeah, um, just how how it's been building. I mean, he has so much to live for right now yeah. and it, it's still i mean it is it is a comic book movie it is supposed to be happy ending good guys you know win whatever and it is disney so i i see i see cap making it through maybe he has to make some type of sacrifice that would essentially kind of sideline him moving forward as iron man but i, I do think he'd still be alive you know what i would love whereas cap yeah go ahead Sorry, I just I would love for for Cap to end up back in 1945, and he gets with Peggy. He gets his last uh, dance. Yeah, and he dies in the 50s. Uh, that would be that'd be a pretty fantastic way to what, tie it. What if what if they are all tempted by Thanos to lead uh, the life that they wanted to? Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In some way, in which you mm-hmm. know Cap gets to go back and have his last dance with Peggy. None of them would take it, though. There's none of them would take it. I know. But <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think of a way in which maybe somehow they, at least Cap, does take it, or someone does take that. Somehow, I, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking of. I would love for Cap to internal have struggle last is dance. what you're thinking of. Yeah, or even maybe they're not given the choice. Maybe Thanos just shoots them back with the Sends time stone back. and just like, hey, this is what you wanted, wasn't it?" Where so where then it's kind of like it's kind of like they're living in a lie sort of thing, and then they come to realize, yeah, um, yeah. maybe it's a reality stone thing. Like know. he could, he yeah. could send, and he changes reality. He could send Tony back, in which. Winter Soldier doesn't kill his die. parents, or for... he gets to kill Winter Soldier, or he he like wakes up and he's his hands are bloody because he just murdered Winter Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> Thor, <laughs> Thor gets to go back to Asgard with everyone: his dad, his mom, his brother is still alive. Warriors three. Yeah, and Nebula was the favorite daughter. Yeah. Oh my god! I think Rocket I think we cracked it. Rocket gets all the. <laughs> Prosthetics. He wants. Yeah, <laughs> he gets. He gets. He goes to Sakar. He just gets dropped on a junk pile. He's like, oh he my becomes. God. He becomes like leader of nowhere or something yeah. like that. Maybe he's like the big one. He's the leader of Nidavellir. Yeah. Maybe Bruce forge whatever he wants. Never becomes Hulk or something. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be such a cool like retcon. Like we get to see kind of like his origin. Mm-hmm. Like instead of going out and being trapped in the gamma rays, he's like just in the lab or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm getting so I'm getting so teary eyed. Oh. So he could very easily change this reality and give everyone this amazingly. Happy everyone had ending, something. This amazingly happy ending, but we all know in the audience. And this, I would say, this would be like Act Two, where they get this happy ending. We all know in the audience that it's not as real as the characters want it to be. That they've been duped. 
and tricked by Thanos. Something is amiss. Something is amiss. And something has to come about to remind them that this isn't their, like, this isn't the fight that, or the life that they're supposed to be living. There's a fight that they're supposed to be fighting. And somehow through time again, or the quantum realm, they get back together for another maybe last round of like, like right. here's what's the worst part. They had it all, you know, cap gets the last dance. Yeah. Tony gets his parents yeah. back, oh, you know, man. all yeah. this. And they all choose to come Ooh. back. This is so juicy. And risk it all to save this those is a crispy one. And oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. You're making me cry, Darius. <laughs> God. We should, we should like record oh this God. or something. Yeah. Let me know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. You guys could turn this into a podcast. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that oh. be great? And yeah. That's pretty good. It is. Um, so, how does it end up? How does it end? How do we end up this story? I think it ends. The multiverse has been introduced fully. Um, we now will understand that there are other of these characters elsewhere, which will lead us to like far from home <laughs> and the next of other other uh, stories coming along. And that this universe and this story comes to a close whether that be the ultimate sacrifice yeah. See, I wonder... and Thanos yeah. just ends yeah. up sitting on the throne and that's the way the world is but yeah you know there's there's yeah. a lot of characters that this this is great mm-hmm. obviously I'll just say that yeah I, I think that's definitely I like I like our movie a lot <laughs> I don't think it necessarily <laughs> like fits with every character right uh, only because you know, uh, Captain Marvel. What does she have? What what did what does she lost out on? Really, and I think she's kind of happy with her. She's state the one the who might bring them all back. Is the thing right? Is that maybe yeah. Thanos has never You're actually right. had to deal with her? They've just been at different parts of the universe at different times. Um, yeah, and somehow they've just not crossed paths. Um, mm-hmm. And so he yeah. doesn't Last really didn't know. So maybe she's the one, and I could really see it, her being the one who finds a way to get them all back. And maybe she is the one who ends up defeating him. Now, I could see it being Thanos in the end. He's one again. Everything is peaceful in his little farm place. But then you go back to Earth, where half the population is gone. And maybe he they've convinced him to kind of alter their reality so that those people don't remember the people they lost. So you get a kind of a happily ignorant (laughs) earth that is actually better off for what Thanos has done um, because there's now more resource sources for less people. They're happier. And it's just this kind of sense of like eerily. Okay. While everything else is, you know, all the people we've loved have, are gone, but we know this other multiverse is where the other stories are going to go. This this universe right. is the story has been completed. It's for superheroes, mm-hmm. 
that's the end. And maybe Captain Marvel finds a way mm-hmm. into another of the universes in the multiverse where she can help other universes mm-hmm. where now she maybe can't help this one. Yeah. As a thought. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering how Thanos ends up. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't want to say they're going to kill him, right? I don't think that's something that would happen necessarily. It's... I, he might find himself in a reality in which he no matter he no longer wishes he he's no longer like the arbiter of the universe's yeah. fate to himself or somehow there is a different one he's sent to mm. a universe in which Galactus ate Titan mm. and Ooh. and uh, he's he's a good guy of sorts now he's like he starts his own team of Avengers against Galactus and now we. <laughs> We have a universe Jeez. in which in which Thanos is like a more simple, even more sympathetic, uh, you know, guardian of the universe. That'd be weird. It, it, in one way, it'd be very weird to kill him, but in another way, especially for like yeah. Tony, he's always like he's yeah. been like you've been in my head for the past ten years, or you know, however long. It maybe is one of those fed up kind of things where, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't kill, but in this case, maybe I do. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that tremendously. It's a trope that is used a lot. Like yeah. even, I yeah. could if if for some reason if for some reason like Cap finds himself back in the forties when he's like shooting people with a gun. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he remembers something someone told him about when it's okay to shoot someone in the face <laughs> or something. Um, I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he's ever had like a real moral quandary about killing people ever though. He's not right, like, right. I don't think he's like Batman right now where he's like, I cannot kill Thanos. I think he hundred percent wants to. Right. He definitely is like, I also, I'll go up his butthole. I don't care. I could also see it going. <laughs> I could also see it going in a way of like, <laughs> in a way of, um, uh, where he gets kind of killed accidentally or in which he like, I, I see it almost the same way that uh, Loki went in the original Thor. I think it was the original Thor mm-hmm. when he's right. destroying the Bifrost kind of just drifts, yeah, off. Just kind of drifts off and I could see cap like almost being like not wanting him to go that way. I don't know. It the ending for Thanos. I could see mm-hmm. I could see Thanos his like his single minded approach, you know? Mm-hmm. Or his his dedication to his cause, I could see that leading to his undoing mm. or his downfall. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't yeah, I don't yeah. know if any of the Avengers necessarily finish him off. I think it could be himself doing something. Exactly. Like there's probably another thing. Maybe he's like, well, I filled out my purpose and now I have one more thing to do or a few more things, or you're not going to stop me from doing this last thing. And mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's some diabolical next step to his master plan. And once he does that, he's like, you know what? You can kill me now. I've, I've done, I will be remembered. So I don't got nothing to worry about. So in the comics, he has a, and in fact, he's infatuated and he's completely in love with death, death. correct? Yeah, yeah, death. 
Lady Death, yeah. Uh, Lady Death. And, it's, like actually, uh, it's like actually a character. It's not mm-hmm. just an idea. Oh, yeah, not just like death. Like, oh, I just love death. No, it's like there's an actual <laughs> character, Lady Death. And I wonder if maybe they will bring that into it. I don't which, think so, only because yeah. that would switch his motivation. That's all. Yeah, but maybe like it's not like his motivation in the first one was to, you know, help the world or the universe, you know, by giving them more research sources by less people. But in mm-hmm. this one, this one is he didn't know Lady Death before, but he knows her now. Mm-hmm. And now he's yeah. in love. And mm-hmm. it's a different motivation for him. He's already mm-hmm. done that other thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's more yeah. of a <laughs> or that other you know it'd be a great a great a great twist on the comic book origin is mm. that lady death has fallen in love with him yeah because Ooh. of what he's done and what he accomplished you know he didn't know about her like in the comic he did yeah that was his whole goal but now she just pops up or someone like her yeah. someone his actions are surely gonna there's gonna be other people other celestial things mm-hmm. that are like hey i noticed you <laughs> right and that because might you me <laughs> yeah that might be his undoing because <laughs> you can't kill half so, the universe without getting noticed by the universe so so the idea the idea earlier of them you know facing off t- at least twice failing mm-hmm. the first time what if what if they actually kill thanos the first time but then realize they need they need him or they need something he has access to this bigger bad to actually yeah to, oh. well, either the bigger bad or to really accomplish what they're trying to do i think that's actually and so maybe viable yeah i think that's very viable yeah maybe in the interim when he's quote unquote dead maybe that maybe he he confronts lady death maybe that's oh where... my gosh i think you're right well yo that'd be sweet yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then then they're like, "Well, we 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 defeated him, but really, we were now we realize like we're not going to be able to do, we're not going to be able to undo without him." Yeah, hundred percent. The bigger bad who sends them back to their happy places, and then they realize, "Yeah, oh my gosh." So the final, are we positing that the final villain is not Thanos? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> mother of christ so okay so yeah they go on their first mission uh-huh. to go on their teams they go on the, the machine mm-hmm. they kill thanos that was easy oh shoot <laughs> things are happening bad now that didn't solve much of anything we have to use the quantum realm maybe and so, so they, they, yeah. they go they go they kill him wow that was easy and now they come back he almost let us kill him, and then he finds death. They come back, and they realize the time, like the stones are still being used, and that's where they say, uh, "She says he's using the stones." He's again. using. He, he stones. used the stone again. I don't think. She, w- would she say that if she thought he was dead? But see, the thing is, is they thought he was dead. And then they see the stones being used again, and they can only imagine that it was him. Yeah. So they're like, maybe All we right. didn't kill him. They get there, and it's Adam Warlock, right? Or you know, oh, wait a minute, that's in the comic. Holy moly. <laughs> I gotta look this up real fast. <laughs> God. I'll send you guys the picture. It's definitely in the comic. 
Yeah. So that I think we're absolutely, uh, I like that idea of Thanos. They beat him in the first round, but there's a bigger bad that they have to. Is it Adam Warlock? Is it? I want it to be very badly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, like then they have to, they have to like swallow their, you know, like they have to be faced with that. And that's when we get the Eternals who are like, Avengers, y'all, y'all are just human beings. We are like aliens with pow- actual powers. <laughs> like I can, I can create yeah. a planet if I will it. <laughs> right. What can you do? Fly and shoot rockets? What are you? <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um. Uh, I think maybe. A few last ideas, but uh, we should be wrapping up our blaze here in a bit. Um, yeah. Um, just uh, yeah. Just to recap, I guess. Yeah. Um, we find the Avengers morning. Mm-hmm. They figure out a plan. Iron Man comes back. Yep. We go to the machine. We kill Thanos. He meets Lady Death. Someone else is using the stones. We confront them. Thanos is instrumental in some way in helping or hindering being in some way, you know, they have to fight their inner demons with what Thanos does that first time. But then after that, they kill him. Is that what we're saying? So wait, wait, sorry. Um, when is the point in which Thanos reveals to them the life they could have had? I I don't think he reveals it. I think they actually go back to it and live it. Right. They um, live it. I, and again, I don't know if that's going to be Thanos yeah. or if that's going to be the bigger bad who does it. So right. I, I, I feel like the choice to leave this happiness to go sacrifice themselves is a very climactic choice. It has to be in act three, right before that final battle. So I think they go, right. they defeat Thanos. Ooh, yay. Wow, that was quick. Wait, I look at my watch. It's only been an hour. What? <laughs> it's only been two hours. I was told this movie's three hours long. Right. It's only been, we're only halfway through. What? Um, what's going on? Uh, and then they're living happily in this. Or no, 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 no. They're not living happily. Things are good. Then they realize stuff <laughs> is still happening. Actually, worse stuff is happening since we've killed Thanos. What's going mm-hmm. on? Um, and they come to realize there's a bigger bad, whether it's Adam Warlock or if it's Lady Death, someone is bigger bad. When they go to confront her or him, Galactus. when they go to confront them, that's when they get sent back to their happy place. And things look gotcha. things look just wonderful. And then mm-hmm. it's Carol Danvers or someone of that sort finds a way to bring them back and says, look, this isn't real. This isn't who you are. This isn't what you're supposed to be doing. And they each have to make a choice to come back and risk their lives again, probably for the final time against the biggest bad. And they have to maybe bring back Thanos as well. And now they're fighting alongside Thanos. What? When they go back, Hawkeye's family is like, what is with your hair? dude?" That's just the first thing that anybody right. says after. Yeah. That would be really crazy. Like his his wife just being like, "I like your hair like this." 
I can I I personally have a hard time believing they're going to fight alongside oh, yeah. Thanos, I don't but think I so. would be I'm yeah I'm on board for seeing it like I want to see it but it's like very far off yeah. out there yeah I could see them like bringing him back to then use as a as a tool yeah. somehow they have his hand oh, someone has to lose a hand it's a Marvel movie <laughs> chop off his arm. <laughs> That's for some comedy. So there is there is this really long running theory about Tony Stark's mm. left hand. Oh yeah, there is. I don't it's know not. if you've seen this. I, I did. I yeah. did. I did see it. Just throughout, throughout, even as far back as Iron Man one, he just sustains constant injuries uh-huh. to his left arm and his left hand, and these these kind of call-outs to it have been getting more and more obvious to the point where even in like uh spider-man homecoming he's just straight up like in many scenes he's in just grabbing his wrist jeez, and like rubbing it (laughs) so uh interesting man how crazy would that be though if if marvel has just had this planned the entire time ever since iron man one that it was going to culminate in the the and the Infinity Gauntlet and like right, not even not even retconning stuff, but then you being able to go back to the theatrical releases of those movies and be able to pull yeah. out like this is a reference to oh, only in Marvel. Uh, yeah, it'd be unprecedented. It would, uh, it, it would it'd be. be unprecedented. Yeah. But um, I think that pretty much pretty much concludes our really amazing blaze of. And uh, that was pretty uh, good. Avengers Endgame. Um, I am really, really excited to see this. Whether we're anywhere close yeah. or not, I think this is going to be a heck of a movie. Oh yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So we will definitely, yeah, we'll definitely toot our own horns for the Blaze and toot the movie's horn because it's going to be dope. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first, our first episode. Was this? Yeah, it was. Um, our twentieth episode is going to yeah. be the review. I think. Yep, Darius, you did a wonderful job planning it all out. I, it kind of happened accidentally. It, it kind of did. And, <laughs> I can't and we all claim had a that hand I'm, in that. But. I cannot claim that I'm Kevin Feige, who had it all <laughs> known from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is our. I'm. I personally, I see myself as uh, the John Favreau of this situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see Jordan Bohr as the uh, Joss Whedon. <laughs> Oh jeez! Uh, I see Jeb as the um, Russo brothers. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say Natalie Portman, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they're there, and sometimes they're not. Now nah, I'm just giving you crap, Jeb. We love you. Um, we love you. But that is that is the blaze, and when the blaze is through. It's time for our favorite segment. Do or do not. There is no try. No tr- I thought you were going to say when the blaze is through, time for the review. <laughs> but that's next time. That's not how it works. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Kalen, do you want to go first on what you had to do, or do you would like me to go with my challenge? For <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just, because that's the most pressing matter. I, yeah. I had the pages of fate. You did. Spider-Man. I had to watch... Um, 15 minutes? I, I had to effectively watch 15 minutes of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse without watch, actually watching it. I had to listen to it. Mm. 
so here, here's how it went down. All right, it wasn't it wasn't yeah, very yeah. orthodox. All right, okay. but I, I do think I did do it. So we had Kayla's mom over for the weekend. Okay, and we wanted so, to show her that movie anyway. Uh-huh. And we showed it to her, uh-huh. and I was certainly not watching because of all of the peripheral things we were doing at the time yeah. so i didn't have i didn't have a, a blindfold on per se okay okay but i had it going and i was not watching and i later on did watch it because it is great right but uh yeah so you I, were just it, kinda, it was you, kind you, of while i was doing other things to it was, while you were doing other things and so you weren't yeah. actually getting to see the yeah. effects and the so it was on and i did not watch it but i did listen so i effectively i i, I did i was torturing myself right. What, what 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 was it like just hearing it? Oh and yeah, not being able to see it or not. Actually well, it was. It? I was thinking about it so vividly because it mm-hmm. was. I always think about how at the beginning when we saw it in the theater, we're like, "Wow, is this supposed to be a three D movie?" Right, like, right. This is really. And when I saw it at home again, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know for whatever reason." Still, those first ten minutes seem a little bit more out of whack. Okay, I don't know why. Uh-huh. It just does seem a little bit less optimized than the rest of the movie. And so being in the house, just listening, I was trying to imagine what I remembered of the movie. Uh-huh. And it was painful because you don't get that stuff with Gwen. And there's a lot of like visual things that are cues to future plot points, hmm. like the spider and Gwen and his uncle and where he grows up. It's It's such a perfectly crafted movie. Right, right. To have to come into it 20 minutes in, you've missed so much. So don't do it. <laughs> but yeah. Very good. Probably wasn't as bad as me sitting in front of it with a blindfold on, but I, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, very good. The pages of fate were not kind. Uh, I, I actually... How was yours? Um, yeah, yeah. So I was just going to say, I actually just got Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, so I'm excited to show that to my family nice. who has not seen it yet. So... But I was given the challenge to watch both of the producers, the original, um, the original movie with Gene Wilder, and then the remake, which was a musical with Nathan Fillion, mm-hmm. not Nathan Fillion, Nathan Lane, and uh, Matthew Broderick. So I and I was. So the first wasn't a musical. The first one's not technically a musical. The first one oh, is wow. they have two songs as. Um, mm as mel brooks is wont to do he makes original songs but i think the only yeah. two songs that he wrote um for the first one was prisoners of love and springtime for hitler um in in the second one in the remake it's a full on musical so i was gotcha. supposed to make a venn diagram and i have right my notes for both of them and we will see what kind of laps and interlaps with them. So on in the, the original, um, one of the things I liked was the old lady wardrobe. Um, for you, you who haven't seen it, um, Max Bialystok, uh, who is this kind of sleazy producer guy, he gets his funding by sleeping around with all the old ladies in New York. And gotcha. so he has this wardrobe full of all their pictures. So when they come by, he puts out their picture mm. to be like, look, you're my only girl. Um, and it's, uh, it's yeah. kind of interesting <laughs> and kind of weird. I liked them both. It's the same thing happens in the remake. And it's interesting. The remake actually has almost line for line, word for word, exact when it comes to the lines. And then it just wow. adds more. 
So almost all the jokes are the exact same. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they add a few more things. So the thing in the remake, when he opens the wardrobe, he's trying to find the lady who he calls, hold me, touch me. Because when she comes to see me, she says, hold me, touch me. So he's going right. through, hold me, touch me, hold me, touch me, hold me, touch me. And in the original one, he doesn't say anything else. In the remake, he goes through about uh, three other names of like, you know, um, caress me, feel me. And like, who knows all the other names he has for him. Uh, but uh, so there's that. Uh, well, um, the original, I liked the classic movie feeling. The movie making, there were scenes and like parts of it where I was like, man, I wish movies could still be made with this kind of a budget where it's like you can tell they just filmed it outside in central park you didn't need any other lighting it was just done and it was this scene was dubbed over in the in the studio later on it's like it's the same kind of quality as a lot of the monty python movies which they're great okay but it's if you tried to make a movie like that with that like quality and budget and put it in today's industry, yeah. it would be like the critics would hate it. It would be terrible. So I thought, man, I wish right. like, those kind of movies right. would be uh, same. Uh, I'd say uh, Gene fucking Wilder. I mean, <laughs> he he does an amazing job. And interestingly, I saw the uh, the remake first when I was young. So it was very weird to see Gene Wilder do this role that I had originally kind of put as a Matthew Broderick role. And I had to kind of Mm -hmm. think to myself, he was the one who made this role. Matthew Broderick just remade it. And actually, Matthew does an amazing job of getting the voice and the mannerisms as well as anyone can for Gene Wilder. I don't think he does as well as Gene Wilder, but I think he does as good as anyone could do. Uh, One of the things I like about the original is that it's succinct. Um, It's like about an hour and a half where the remake is like two and a half. So (laughs) it's nice and short. Uh, One of, one of the things that was interesting is the sound mixing was, was much, much worse. Um, there would be times where, you know, they'd just be talking Uh, and then all of a sudden Gene Wilder would start screaming and they couldn't mix the sound as well. And it'd be like, Oh my God, it's 12 o'clock at night. I have to turn it down. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, let's see. So there was a lot of that, uh, a lot of that, all the movies. Let's see. Oh, the fountain scene. So there's a part where Max Bialystok, uh, who, the sleazy producer convinces Gene Wilder's character, Leo Bloom to go in with this, this scheme. And Leo says, I don't want to be this an accountant anymore. I want to be a producer. I want to do it. You know, I want to live my life. And when he says it, this fountain just goes off and it is glorious. Oh "Oh my gosh, this is a beautiful scene. And in the remake, they're do the same scene happens in a fountain cut by a musical song. Uh, actually a really fun musical number, gotcha. but um, it's not nearly as explosive. Um, let's see. Gotcha. I think, oh, there's some. Which one had more of like magic? More. You know what I mean? More of that, more of that like movie magic feel because oh, of the, so, that scene in the original. So yeah, you I said. think the one that had more of the movie magic appeal is the remake. The remake, I think, really? was Mel Brooks's chance to truly take one of his original projects and do it again. 
And I don't know if you've ever written, written a paper, gotcha. done a project, done something, and you turned it in. Years later, you're mm-hmm. still thinking back, and you're like, man, mm-hmm. I could have done that. I could have added that. Right. And so he kind of had like, like 30 years to think, wow, what about this? What about that? And so the remake, he really does. Really they put it back into this like classic like 30s of the high time of, or maybe it's 40s, the high time of Broadway. And it's very like, very theatrical, especially for a musical. He makes, gotcha. he just makes a lot of fun with um, theater. Also, um, the characters, uh, Roger, who is uh, the the director and is a cross dresser and it's a wonderful right. scene. And there's a song in the, in the remake called uh, keep it gay. And it's just an incredible, hilarious yeah. scene. Okay. Um, and <laughs> those, they do a great job of it. Um, I think the musical might be a bit too long. There's some songs to just keep going and going where that was something I liked about the original is like, mm. is kept it sweet. Um, I would have to say one of the hardest things about which one I liked better or not was the German character right? Um, played by okay. Will Ferrell in the remake. And uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Will Ferrell does an amazing job. And so does, I can't think of the actor who does the original <laughs> one, but I think, and this, I think the original, he mumbles a bit and his, this German accent is very strong to the point that you don't always get it Yeah. where will you get the full effect and you get all the jokes. One of the jokes um, he, he goes on a rant about um, uh, Winston Churchill and how much he hates Winston Churchill, how he couldn't even paint and he'd go Hitler. Now there was a painter. He could paint a whole, he could, (laughs) he could paint a whole apartment in one afternoon, two coats. (laughs) <laughs> like it would just be oh you know God. this funny thing and that that line God. almost gets lost in the original where the second one it's like just great um and leo actually has a character arc in the second in the remake he he wants to be a producer okay. and then he goes to be a producer and you know he, he he you really see this character blossom where in the first one it's more of like a i guess there's a blossoming but you don't really see the arc as full there's also much gotcha. less overt sexism in the remake. Um, so, right. I'd hope so. Yeah. So that's, right. that's kind of my, my thought of them. They're both really funny. They're both really good. It was really interesting to watch them back to back because nice. a lot of the same lines and it was very funny to see how they did those jokes a second time. Um, well, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're able to do that. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Sweet. Um, so that was the producers and my take on the producers. Nice. We both did. And it is time to give another challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It would be Jeb's turn if we were going by turn. Oh no. (laughs) And, um, I know it's hard, you know, to get, uh, it would be, it'd be difficult, not difficult, but bringing on a fourth to have Jordan, you do you report next week. I was thinking yeah, to commemorate our first uh, 20 and you know, the this big milestone mm-hmm. coming back to their first episode. What if we all had a challenge Ooh. regarding end game <laughs> regarding end game? Yeah. What if we all had a challenge to when we saw it, 
not mm-hmm. say a single thing to each other until the episode. Oh, jeez. Oh. Not a single thing about it. Not even if oh it's good my or bad. God. We can't we cannot post on Twitter because we all follow each not other. Personally. On not personally. The trailer blazers can. Maybe. Yeah, the trailer blazers, we might as the trailer blazers, but I mean personally on my personal account, yeah. I will not I will not tweet because uh, these guys follow me on Twitter and then they would know what my thoughts were. I yeah, won't so write it on Facebook. Keep it all under wraps oh. until the episode. Wow. How that sound? I love it. <laughs> That's already feels like torture to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh. All right. That's our challenge. The challenge has been met and we'll let Jeb know that he can't he well, cannot tell us. Oh. This goes to you too, Jordan. <laughs> oh boy. I'll do it. See, I, I at least have someone like I'm going to see it with Kayla, so I at least have someone to bounce things off of. Yeah, but unfortunately, so I was. You guys will not know until the episode. I was. That'll be so much fun. Trying to get to see it with my family, but this weekend is pretty busy for us, so mm-hmm. they're not going to get to see it till after the weekend. And I was like, just like I'm going to go alone, so yeah. I'm going to be sitting there like <laughs> it's going to be. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just like, yeah, I don't even know what, I don't even know what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm just going to be reading so much and be like, oh God, I can't say anything. Uh, oh, geez. Well, All right, yeah. The challenge has been met. There it is. And with that, it is time once again to say goodbye. Mm. Next week will be our 20th episode that 20th episode that we've kind of set as a mile marker of that goal to reach. Um, obviously we're going to go beyond it, uh, but we wanted to see if we could actually get to 20 and it looks like we will. So we will be reviewing uh, Avengers Endgame next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be a shorter episode, I believe, unless we have so much to talk about that there's nothing to cut. Right. But, um, that's what it'll be the first about. time any of us have discussed the movie at all. <laughs> as well um and between now and then i hope you all go and see endgame and i hope you thoroughly enjoy it uh but that will be next week Mm -hmm. uh once again i want to thank jordan for stepping in Uh, hey jordan no problem (laughs) he's always there when we need him um very helpful he still is uh posting things on our website which is www.trailerblazers.wordpress.com Mm-hmm. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at the Trailer Blazers without the E's. Um, we are posting a little bit more, trying to be a bit more active on that. And we, you can also like us on Facebook at the Trailer Blazers. As always, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at Kaylin Height, Jacob Anderson, or Jeb Rosebrook at trailerblazers.live. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to these episodes anywhere you get your podcasts, including um, Anchor, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, and such. Um, am I forgetting anything? Oh, Patreon. No. Don't forget. Do not forget. If you like what you're hearing, mm-hmm. to support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. $1, $4, or $8. Each of those tiers will give you something different and new. Um, but for now... That is us, and we'll speak to you next time 
on the Trailer Blazers. Bye-bye. Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs>